Let's talk a little bit, shall we, about Jagmeet Singh? Because no one else is, that is for sure. No, he is struggling to catch on, no question. He has struggled. He has no seat in Parliament. The party has not been able to fundraise at all. They've only been able to raise under $5 million. You cannot run an election, on not certainly not a federal You cannot run a federal election on anything less than $40 million. It's expensive to rent planes. It is expensive to run these things. And, you know, you, I don't even know if you can run a municipal election. So the party can't raise money. A number of vets, NDP vets, like six of them, have walked away and said, we're not running. And so, look, I get why the leadership of a guy like Jagmeet Singh would be exciting. He's young. He's hip. A lot of style could take on a guy like Justin Trudeau, except for he's completely fallen flat. And there's a lot of chatter in the back room that maybe it is time to dump him. I mean, if you look at what happened, and I think whatever happened to Patrick Brown and what happened in Ontario, that whole dumpster fire that was going on not too long ago, they're probably looking at that and saying, well, if Ontario can pick a new leader... You know, weeks before an election, maybe we can too. I don't know if they can, but there's certainly that chatter going around because I don't think the party believes in who they have elected as leader. So it is a problem. I want to bring Carl Belanger into this conversation. He's the principal secretary of NDP leader Thomas Mulcair, a guy they probably should have kept. You know? Maybe a little short-sighted on that, but he's worked with all the big guys. He's worked in provincial politics for the NDP as well as federal politics. And he is now national director of, uh, and he also became at one point the interim national director of the New Democratic Party. So he is a, a, a in-the-loop kind of guy, has a lot of experience dealing with this. He joins me now. Carl, how do you solve a problem like Jugmeet Singh? Well... Uh, that's a big question. Uh, <laughs> sort of I mean, be so broad. It's... Uh, well, I mean, it, there's no question that there is, there there are many problems that need to be solved. Um, certainly, when it comes to the party finances, uh, he's not uh, delivering on the on, on what he was showcasing during the leadership race. Right. Uh, the party is lagging in the polls. Uh, they've lost so far uh, eight MPs, including Aaron Weir, which was ousted by by Jagmeet Singh himself. Um, so, you know, a year and a bit out of the next uh, general election, things are not uh, looking up. And, and I don't know at this point if, uh, if there's going to be enough time to turn things around. Um, well, well, I mean, look, I mean, look at what Patrick Brown, look at the situation there. I mean, who said you could never turn that dumpster fire around? And they didn't just turn it around. They got a majority government with a totally different, ca- uh, you know, uh, candidate just weeks before the election. That's right. I mean, yes, it's true uh, that that it's been done, uh, and Doug Ford's election proved that you can change leader mayor months before the uh, mayor weeks, in fact, before the election and, and still win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this point, even though there are lots of grumblings and, and, and there are lots of MPs who are talking uh, behind the scene and, and former MPs and other elected officials who are expressing their displeasure, there don't seem to be any movement to oust uh, Mr. Singh, mm-hmm. uh, and if you are to believe uh, John Iverson's report uh, in the National Post uh, this morning, uh, the best that they have going for them is hope that he lose a by-election <laughs> that has not been called yet. 
uh, and then that he resigns because he has lost that by-election. Yeah. Uh, so there's not really a movement afoot to get rid of him. Uh, and uh, and so therefore, as... as uh, well, let know, me stop you there. Should they? Yeah. Should they be removing him now? If you were, you know, and you've worked in these political circles, provincially, federally, you know that scene. Should they at this point, with um, NDP MPs or MPs leaving and, and no fundraising dollars coming in, not seriously mm-hmm. enough, mm-hmm. should he should he be dumped? Well, uh, you know, it, it, I'm not sure if they should dump him now. It's not clear who would be uh, the next leader. Uh, you know, uh, the reality is now that, that, that there's going to be a by-election in Burnaby, mm-hmm. and, and, and Jagmeet Singh, you know, should win it, especially not, now that the Greens have announced that he's not running, uh, that they're not running a candidate against them. So, so that should, you know, coalesce the pro or the anti-pipeline vote around Jagmeet Singh's candidacy. Uh, and maybe from there, from having the platform of the House of Commons, maybe he can turn, turn, turn things around. Uh, but there are uh, a lot of questions that need to be answered from Mr. Singh, from the people around him. And I know there's a caucus retreat coming up uh, next week, and, and caucus will have to ask those tough questions to, to him to see what's the plan, where is the plan, where are we going, how do we turn this ship around? Right. And, you know, here's the problem. It's up to Justin Trudeau when he calls that by-election. Mm-hmm. And he could wait as long as he wants, really. It could be another six or seven months. And if, in fact, Jagmeet Singh loses that by-election, the NDP, what happens to them? Well, I, yeah, that, <laughs> that's the problem with the, the, the yeah. path that they've taken, is that they do not control their destiny here. Um, and, and I'm not sure what Justin Trudeau is going to do. I, I think, you know, in fairness, I think that every Canadian citizen deserves representation and that the by-election should be called uh, earlier rather than later. But... If you so decide to, to, to wait and let uh, the NDP leader languish in a yet-to-be-called by-election, uh, and he cannot take the voters of Burnaby South for granted, mm-hmm. he needs to spend some time there. Uh, he's not from the area, right? So he needs right. to connect with the, the people uh, of that riding. Um, but, it, you know, it could uh, cripple the party for the next few months. But at the same time, the question is, is like, do the Liberals want to make sure that Jagmeet Singh wins that seat, or do they want to get rid of him to create a leadership vacuum for the NEP? I'm not sure what the answer to that question is. Right. Either way, it's a problem, because I think morale is really crucial. A year out from an election, this should be an exciting time. They picked a leader who they felt had style. Now they're realizing he doesn't have the substance. Um, And I think they've got a real morale problem behind the scenes. You've got all these MPs. And fairly, you know, when you lose guys like Christofferson and and these senior kind of vets who have the experience, that that is going to scare the base. And to be fair, uh, you know, in the case of Mr. Christofferson and and Irene Madison, they were first elected in the Bob Ray government. Uh, that's almost 30 years ago. So, so, you know, they've been thinking and talking about retirement. But at the same time, if the NDP was pulling at 40 and were heading, heading to, towards government federally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that decision would not be, be made so easily by these individuals. Uh, but it is, you know, seven MPs who have uh, announced their intention or, or actually have resigned in the case of Mr. Mulcair, uh, and, and then one other that has been kicked out by Jagmeet Singh. Uh, so you start at minus eight, 
And yeah. it's not clear that you're going to be able to win all these seats back in the current political landscape. He seems, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, he seems to have a judgment problem where he doesn't have that gut reaction to be able to kind of stand up in these moments where he really should be able to kind of shine and say, hey, I could be the alternative to Justin Trudeau. But, you know, anytime he's made his appearances, he's kind of flubbing over policy. Um, you know, today, for example, as we met, you mentioned earlier, Aaron Weir has been rejected um, you know, he's not going to be allowed back into that caucus. And, and I don't have any skin in the game of Aaron Weir, but I think he's been treated terribly. And it's really angered a lot of um, NDP uh, members who are saying this is outrageous. I mean, especially in light of what the report said about his case, the report from the independent investigator, was, yes, acknowledging that there was some social awkwardness and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. incapacity for Mr. Weir to read some social cues. At the same time, the report was acknowledging that every time he was told no, he would stop. And that uh, Mr. Weir, uh, you know, was learning from this experience, was getting it. Um, and, and, And as you said, uh, a lot of people are, are upset about that. I mean, you have 67 former MPs or MLAs who have written to Jagmeet Singh saying this is the wrong decision. Like, 67 is quite a significant number. And among them, you have, mm-hmm. like, four stalwarts like Lorne Nystrom, John Solomon, yeah. Dick Proctor. Uh, these are big names in Saskatchewan politics. And, and it shows that the party is in a bit of disarray um, a year out from the, from the election. It's not good. No. So what happens? Do they start calling in guys like you to say, hey, we've got to write this ship and we've got to do a complete overhaul? Or do you have time? Yeah, I'm not picking up the phone call. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that kind of says I, a lot. <laughs> I'm quite happy to do uh, different things now in my life and in my yeah, career. Yeah. Happy to look, uh, look on from the sideline and give my unsolicited advice through the airwaves like I'm doing now. Uh, uh, I guess what I'm asking is, is he fixable? I don't know. Because you're know. pretty, you're a pretty loyal NDP guy. I, well, I, I spent a lot of years uh, <laughs> working for New Democrats, um, but at the same time, uh, let's say that the the learning curve was certainly steeper than they may have anticipated in the case of Jagmeet Singh, and uh, time is running out. It is running out. So, if you had to be a predictor, where do you see this going? Because once once the media kind of smells the blood or gets a taste of blood in the water. And it kind of seems like there's just a lot of disarray, as you say. They're not going to let it go, and the liberals certainly wouldn't let go of this narrative. Well, and this is the problem. Fighting the narrative, which might not be totally fair, but yeah. it adds up. Yeah. And you have to counter the narrative by being proactive and making some kind of news about issues instead of being reacting to a news uh, set up by other people or by internal crisis. And, and you know, it, it doesn't seem to be there at this point. Um, so we're facing the real possibility that for the first time in the history of the federal NDP, and I'm including its predecessor, the CCF, mm-hmm. for the very first time a leader could preside over a second consecutive decrease in terms of seats in the history of the party. It has never happened before. Every time the party lost seats, the next election, the party bounced back. Yeah, yeah. This time around, it's not so clear, especially considering that the party currently has 16 MPs in Quebec and the party's polling in fourth place right now. <laughs> yeah, you got to be wondering, and I'm sure you know, what a guy like Tom Mulcair, who had actual you know, bench strength, was quite, quite effective in, in question period, wasn't necessarily the cool kid on the corner, but he was smart. I mean, you got to wonder what a guy like him is thinking right now. 
Um, I mean, he must be worried, and I think he's expressed publicly his concerns. Uh, at the same time, he he has moved on. Uh, and uh, I think that the party made a major mistake when yeah. they decided to oust Mr. Mulcair at the Edmonton Convention after the 2015 election. Uh, I think the party made another mistake when they decided that the leadership race would last almost two years. And now uh, people are wondering, did the party make a third mistake by choosing Mr. Singh? Um, the answer, I guess, we'll find, we'll find out in a few months. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of concerned people right now in the NDP and a lot of people whispering to me and to others that uh, – uh, things are not going well, and they don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, it's a big mistake they will pay a big price for, but we will wait and see. Carl, thank you. Thank you. Carl Belleger joining us now. They'd be lucky to have a guy like Carl. He'd whip him into shape. It's going to be interesting to watch this happen. You need the NDP well to do well if you're a conservative. It's not a good thing. I just don't know how they got this one so wrong. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.